But what about forgiving yourself? Very important. Right. For all the mistakes you made, for all the things you did you shouldn't have, for all the things you didn't that you should have, forgive yourself. Don't get stuck on your regrets about what could have been different. It's all water under the bridge. So just forgive yourself and go on. And we welcome you to this edition of Tuesday People, the podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Album. Lisa Goitz is alongside. want to wish you all a happy Thanksgiving week. And I want to thank all of you. First of all, many of you I've met out on the book tour for The Little Liar, my brand new book, my brand new novel that just literally just came out last week. And I've been traveling around the country, had a chance to meet lots of people and a number of people, of course, are listeners to our podcast. So thanks for that. Lisa, happy Thanksgiving week to you. Happy Thanksgiving week to you, too. And, uh, you know, we had a lot of people, Mitch, speaking of The Little Liar, uh, you had made that kind offer to our, our group members to uh, that you were going to give away five free signed books. And as of today, we I said the contest was closing on Monday night. So they have till the end of the day um, on the day that we're recording. Um, and uh, we we have over 100 right wow. now in the mix. So Just we're going to pick five buy for how many books? Yeah, five, five books. And right. I'm, well, I'm you got to, a one in 20 chance. Yeah, I've cut them all. I'm cutting them all. We're doing it old fashioned. I'm going to videotape it so everybody can see we're on the up and up. It'll be very exciting. <laughs> well, I don't think anybody doubts your honesty. But uh, this is going to be a quick podcast because I am literally squeezing this in between racing around. I've been in a different city, in some cases, two cities in one day, every single day since two days before the book came out, and we'll continue to do so. But I thought it was important to share one thing on this Thanksgiving week. A lot of people are going to be getting together with their families. And as we all know with families, there can be, uh, shall we say, family feuds, disagreements. Sometimes they come to fore when you all get back together. Sometimes they start up. You you start well, the, the meal's going well, and by the time you get to the green beans, everybody's at each other's throat. But I've talked often about the lesson that Maury taught me about forgiveness and how in one of our visits, he broke down crying about a friend who he had gotten into a little tiff with, and the friendship had kind of crumbled as a result of it, and he never had a chance to make it up to him, and then he found out that the friend had died. And he said he was weeping, and he said, you know, forgive everyone everything, Mitch. I only wish I could hold the man's hand and tell him what a good friend he had been, but I never can now, and he never will. Forgive everyone everything. And I want to share a story that was inspired by that, that I wrote in this book, The Little Liar, the new book that I come out. And, and, and it kind of gives an example about how important that is, because people who do something wrong need to know that the people that care about them forgive them, need to be forgiven by those who love them and even by those who just know them. So in the book, which follows the lives of a little Greek boy who's 11 years old and the girl who kind of has a crush on him and loves him, whose name is Fanny and his brother, Sebastian, um, and their grandfather in this scene, they are walking around in Thessalonica, Greece, where there's this beautiful, massive structure still there. This is true. Still there. And it was a fortress 500 years ago. 
massive, massive fortress sits right on the water looking out over Mount Olympus. It's called now the White Tower, but it wasn't always called the White Tower. And in the book, I have the grandfather explain to Nico why it wasn't. And in it is a lesson for, I think, Thanksgiving week. Nico, Fanny, and Sebastian watched as Lazar, that's the grandfather, approached the guard, and the two of them spoke under a pine tree. Lazar slipped the man some money, then he nodded for the kids to hurry over. Where are we going, Nano? Nico asked. Lazar grinned. We're going up. Nico slapped his brother's arm, and Sebastian smiled back. Fanny actually jumped in the air. Soon the three of them were ascending the many steps that wound inside the fortress, peeking out through the occasional tiny window covering with metal grates. It felt to the youngsters as if they were climbing for hours. Finally, they passed through an arched doorway and stepped out to the roof, where the blue sky smacked their faces and the whole of Salonika was laid out beneath them. The view was unlike anything they had ever seen. Now, Lazar said, I want to tell you all the story. Do you know why they called this the White Tower? The children shrugged. This used to be a prison, he said. It was dirty and dark, and there were bloodstains on the outside from inmates who had been killed. There were so many executions here, they called it the Blood Tower. One day, the people in charge decided to clean it up, but it was expensive and difficult, and no one wanted the job. Finally, a prisoner spoke up. He volunteered to paint the entire tower white, all by himself, on one condition. They forgive his crime and let him go free. The whole tower, Nico asked? The whole tower, his grandfather said. Did he do it? Yes. It took him a long time, more than a year, but he finished the job all by himself, and as promised, they let him go. From then on, we called it the White Tower. Do you know who the man was, Sebastian asked? Not many remember, Lazar said, but I do. His name was Nathan. The children looked at one another. The sun was setting and the horizon was turning orange. Lazar took his grandson's hands. There is a lesson in that story, he said. Do you know what it is? The boys waited as Lazar looked out to sea. A man, to be forgiven, will do anything, he said. Now that's what I want you to take from that little story. This man, this is a true story. Mm. An actual true story. I used it in the book, but it's real. This prisoner spent a year by hand, probably with a single paintbrush, painting this entire massive fortress. Wow. Just so at the end he would be forgiven. Wow. He didn't kill anybody or anything. I don't want people to say, well, that's all you got to do is just painting. You know, it was a you know a small crime. But he wanted to be forgiven. And the drive inside of us to be forgiven is extremely strong. If we've done something wrong, if your loved one, your brother, your sister, your uncle, your aunt, your mother, your father, your relative, your friends, your uncles, whoever, if they did something wrong and they know it, then inside them, the desire to be forgiven is extremely strong. It might not always come out. One of the last things you'll probably ever hear anyone actually say is, please forgive me. People just don't generally say that. It's very hard for people to ask for that, and yet they're yearning for it. They don't mm -hmm. ask for it, but they're yearning to be forgiven. But I want to add one other part. The need to be forgiven is matched only by 
the need to forgive. People don't think about that. They only think, oh, well, it's the person who did something wrong. They want to be forgiven. No, the need to go and forgive somebody is extremely strong. You don't realize how you need to listen to that because you think, well, I'm not going to forgive them. I'm mad at them. They did this. They did that. I'm going to hold the grudge because I'm righteous. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You say you're righteous, but underneath there is a desire churning in you to forgive yep. those in your life who might have harmed you. We'll be back with more Tuesday People right after this. in Maury's case, he didn't take the opportunity to forgive his friend who they had gotten in the fight with because his friend didn't call one time when his wife was sick. And Maury was mad at him. He said, you're a friend. You're supposed to call when my wife is sick. And that was that started the whole argument. And Maury needed to forgive him and didn't because mm. he didn't get the chance. Mm-hmm. And he cried, Lisa, in a way that I can never describe. I've seen Maury cry many, many, many times. But he cried from the solar plexus, you know, <gasps> like that. And he said, I, 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 I'll never get the chance back to say I was sorry and that to say it was okay and to tell him what a good friend he had been. And I never will. And that's when he looked at me and said, Mitch, if there's anybody you're fighting with, feuding with, who you care about, let it go. Let it go. If you are 100% right and they are 100% wrong, say you're wrong if it'll end it. Because when you get to the end of your life, and you will, you won't care who is right or wrong. And so I want to leave that with everybody for Thanksgiving. That's so true. Because there's going to be fights, folks. There's going to be grudges. There's going to be old stuff that comes up, old feelings, you know, resentments. Mom always liked you best. You know, you always get the dark meat. You know, how, how come I don't have any sweet potatoes? Whatever the thing is. How come I don't have any sweet potatoes? I'm going to go to my deathbed about those sweet potatoes. But it's never about the sweet potatoes, is it? I know. The sweet potatoes are the covering for something else, right? Yes. yes. Something that goes back to when you're kids. Forgive. A man to be forgiven will do anything. A woman to be forgiven will do anything. Well, we should do anything to forgive as well. So try to keep that in mind as Thanksgiving comes around. And, and remember that white tower and remember what, what people would do deep down, paint a tower by hand for a year just to have someone say, you're forgiven, you're free of your guilt. That burns inside us very deeply. So keep that in mind for this Thanksgiving. Pick up a copy of The Little Liar if you are so inclined. Get it on Black Friday or I think Amazon's even I bought a copy a, this week. I bought... I bought a copy. Is that right? I, yep. I bought a copy at Target this week. Well, so. Amazon was running a three for two deal. Oh, they like were? The wheelbarrow deal. Three, yeah. three yeah. for two. You yeah, buy, this was. Buy two, get three, you know, so. Yeah, this was right up at the uh, cash register, by the way. So it was in a good place. It wasn't good. even just in the book section. You were right up by the cash register uh, with John Stamos. So just so uh, well, you know. <laughs> we're often, often uh, grouped together. Yeah, yes. So. And mistaken for one another. Yeah, I, I yeah. know that. 
So thank you all for uh, who have picked up The Little Liar. I'd like to hear your thoughts. Please send us if you've had a chance to read it. Uh, and we're going to pick those winners, uh, the people who can get the, get the lucky five. And let us know your thoughts. And let us know your thoughts about that story, about the White Tower and about forgiveness. And tell us what happened over your Thanksgiving after it passes. And we'll talk about it next Monday and next Tuesday. That's a good thing. That's what we'll do. I'll put it on the group page that we'll, um, I'll ask people's forgiveness stories and we'll, yeah. we'll share those. Yeah. Hopefully it'll uh, bring some comfort along with uh, the turkey because I just read where the average American gains eight pounds what? over Thanksgiving week. What? Eight pounds. That seems virtually impossible. Well, I guess it's a <laughs> lot of pumpkin pie. So you're going to need some forgiveness along the way. With those eight, eight pounds. pounds. Yeah, oh, eight Lord. pounds. Oh. Okay. You know what? Forget those sweet potatoes. That's what yeah. I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah. All right. We thank you for joining us today. A little short one, but I wanted to get that message out. I'm hitting the road again for And if you want to find out if I'm coming to your, ta- your town like the monkeys, uh, yeah. just check MitchAlbum.com and you can see the tour schedule for The Little Liar, my new book. Until we talk to you next week with Lisa Goich, who produces this program with love and care, uh, I'm Mitch Album saying, see you next Tuesday. Thank you for listening to Tuesday People. To be part of our conversation, join the Tuesday People community at wetuesdaypeople.com. Subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss an episode and share it with your friends. We look forward to having you with us every Tuesday because, after all, we're Tuesday People.